We are officially at the finish line of Big Sound 2019. Hey guys, and welcome to the third episode of The Green Room with Neil Griffiths podcast here in Trip Hotel in Fortitude Valley. We did it, Jess. We did. Well, we almost did it because you've got a bunch of interviews to listen to, but we almost did it. (laughs) We did do it. Uh, So on this episode, the final episode, uh, I sit down and chat with Stephen, Milan Ring, Dreg, Wolf J and Electric Fields. Uh, If you've missed the first two episodes of the Green Room podcast, head to themusic.com.au and check out the newly launched podcast tab. You'll see all the episodes from there, as well as our uh, other new shows, including Two Truths and a Lie, That Sucks and A Matter of Faction. Uh, But yeah, here is episode three of Big Sound 2019. My next guest, one of this year's buzz acts, Stephen. Stephen, (laughs) welcome to the podcast. Oh, thank you so much for... Now I have a beef with you, Stephen, already. It's a bad start. Uh, you have two songs that everyone loves so far, Time and yeah. now LNT. Yeah. You are half an hour late, my friend. Oh. So you're, you're well off time. Oh, damn. I would like an apology before we start this episode. Uh, my apologies. <laughs> Dude, you have to do that. Yeah, Thank you so much yeah. for coming by. Before we started, I, I yeah. mentioned that um, you were one of the first acts that we actually, the whole music team here saw on, on night one. Yeah, yeah. Um, at Rick's Bar, it was already pretty busy. Yep. By the third song, it really started to pack out. Yes. And you noticed... Um, yes, <laughs> um, apparently it was recognizable on my face, so <laughs> that's excellent. Um, yeah, <laughs> I guess people saw it. Uh, it was, it was, it was a big surprise. Um, I know we just kind of, I just kind of make the music and you never know how big your reach is. So I saw all those people coming out and I also saw some of the people who reposted the performance and, mm-hmm. um, it's just like a really big blessing, um, to have people who are interested, yeah. I guess, or who like it. And you but, mentioned when we, when I brought that up off air, you said, oh, thank God you saw that one because yeah. it was the best one. And then you went yeah. to tell me why the other one wasn't yeah. great. What happened? <laughs> well, uh, it, not that it wasn't great. I mean, I'm sure it was great for me and my band. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the people in the crowd, um, no, 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 the people in the crowd were having a good time. Like it was just, it was a late show. You know, um, I think everyone was indulging. So uh, it did get a little frisky at the end, but... Um, define frisky. Define frisky. We, we got energetic. Too energetic, maybe on stage. Just like a lot of... <laughs> it, it was a There's great show. It was a, it was a great happened? show. It was a great show. It was a great show. Uh, well, I got, a, I got a cue from my manager. We had talked about... We were joking about it earlier. Mm. When we were all of sound mind, I was like, hey, like last show, go crazy. Last Before the last song, take off our shirts, right? Okay. Um... And we weren't going to do it, but I saw my manager gest- gesturing like, hey, the shirt. And so, you know, but by the last song, but we performed time and we ended it off with like, you know, shirtless. Everyone um, was shirtless. Oh, not, not everybody. Just, yeah. just us on stage. I wasn't, I wasn't encouraging the crowd members <laughs> to go shirtless. Just want, to, want that to be clear on air, you know. Uh, just me and the boys. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was good times. Um, so correct me if I'm wrong, you are 17 years old. Um, I was. No, I'm 18 now. You're 18. Yeah, I'm 18 now, yeah. Okay, so when I was 18, I upgraded from working at KFC to Blockbuster Video. So our career paths, I feel, are quite in line. Yeah, yeah, yes. Does this all feel pretty surreal to you of how quickly things are going? Um, It's it's crazy. It's crazy. Like I've been, I've been, I have been doing it for such a long time, and like I feel like now there's a lot of industry people who I'm running into. I'm like, oh, I had a meeting with you when I was like 14, Mm. and um, you were making meetings at 14. I I was. Come on. um, It's just like I kind of. I kind of always knew that I wanted to, I, after like, after 13, that sounds such like such a weird thing to say, but like, I, I was always passionate about music. And as soon as I could make a song, mm. I was trying to get opportunities. Like I made a fake email address 
being a fake manager at first and I yep. sent my music to a lot of industry people in Australia. I sent my music to a lot of musicians who I'm running into now and they've wow. like, they've succeeded. I'm like, hey, you don't remember me, but I was that kid who sent you m music and um, I just really wanted to get it. So the fact that it's happening um, at 18 and it's ha like, I would have been happy for it to happen at any time, but it's it's a blessing. Like um, it's, um, it is, yeah, it's very surreal. It's it's weird, I don't know. What do you mean when you say when you could make a song? So when you're 13, is like, had you been working on a bunch of stuff? Or? Yeah, so I had I had been just making instrumentals. Like I started trying to make music when I was 12. I know that sounds... What weird. were you listening to? Um, <laughs> so a cousin of mine came from Melbourne and he put me onto a website called Datpiff. Uh -huh. And it was a website where you could download mixtapes. So we downloaded uh, Frank Ocean's first mixtape. It was called Nostalgia Ultra. We downloaded Acid Rap by Chance the Rapper. We downloaded um, 1999, um, which is uh, by Joey. We, we, we downloaded so many, um, so many great projects. And I just sat there and just soaked it in. So I was... Um, I was trying to make music like that, like um, hip hop, R&B, soul. Um, my father had loved Al Green, Bobby Brown, Stevie Wonder. Like mm. there was just so much, um, so many different, so, so many different people around me. Um, one of my best mates, Chris, he was into indie music. So I started like drifting a little bit and doing this and that. So um, yeah, after thir after like around 13, 14 is when I was like, okay, I can make and instrumental reasonably well. I think it's time to work on writing and that's when I started to pursue, um, e that's when I started emailing. Did you know you wanted to be in music much earlier than that age? Um, I, I always, I never, I never like, I never knew that I wanted to do music when I was a kid, like uh, when I was still I'm a kid, <laughs> but when I was like uh, 10 or 11 or anything like that. And, and I never knew that I wanted it to be a thing. I just did it. So even like at 12 and 13, it wasn't like, now I'm going to do this for the rest of my life. Mm. No, I just did it. And then, Around like the last year, last year is when I was like, oh, this might, yeah. <laughs> I was like, this might be a thing. Cause like before that, there was no reason to think that music was going to be a possible future for me. Yeah. Even though I loved doing it, even though I saw a reception cause I had built a little following before on my SoundCloud and on YouTube before like, you know, all the interest started. Mm -hmm. But I was like, yeah, it is what it is, I guess. It yeah. is what it is. Yeah, God it is damn what it. Is. <laughs> well, what, what are you going to store for the rest of the year? I mean, with these, these two songs have had a lot of buzz yeah. and a lot of praise around it. Mm -hmm. uh, are you following that up with an EP maybe? Um, yeah, there's definitely a project coming out next year. Um, I, I'm not sure if I'm at liberty to say stuff about there's it. There's no manager here, just risk there's it. Roll no. the <laughs> dice, Stephen. All right, Tom, Vic, Lucy, sorry. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but th there is a project coming out. And in fact, I will say this, like um, because it's such an in-house process, since I write, produce and record everything at my house, stuff does get done reasonably quick. I don't need to wait on people, so... Yeah, it's coming out soon. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Awesome. And it is the last day. You have no more showcases to do. Yes. Will we see you at the closing party tonight? Um, <laughs> I went to bed <laughs> very late last night. Oh, did you? But yeah, yeah. But um, me and the band would love to um, would love to make an appearance just because we made so many good friends. Yeah. Met so many nice people, and in fact, all of today has just been hanging out with people that we've made friendship with, friendship with, and yeah. they've been great people. I'm, I'd like to run into well, them. Say I bye. have a way that I can be a better friend than all of the friends you've made today because oh, yeah. I'm going to give you a gift from our pals at Audio Technica. Oh, wow. You're getting a pair of in ears, my friend. Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much. Are we friends now? <laughs> yeah, see. That can we was get a, that in writing? Yeah, yeah of course, of Good. course. See, we had a bit of a rocky start, eh? 30 <laughs> minutes. But well, we, we, we made it to the gift. We made it to the gift, yes. Um, dude, thank you so much. Again, we're really excited uh, about uh -huh. you and what you've been doing and what's yeah. coming. Um, thank you so much. No, thank you for this opportunity. I really appreciate it. My bad for being late. If you're hearing this, Tom, Lucy and Vic, 
I just got lost. <laughs> I got lost. <laughs> Thank you, man. Uh, easy, no worries. Day three, we're nearing the end, but I am stoked to be joined by Milan Ring. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. Happy to be here. Um, the, I guess the whole point of Big Sound for artists and fans is to kind of get your name out there, get a lot of buzz. Mm -hmm. The word buzz and Milan have been so in sync this entire week. Are you aware of how much buzz you've created here in Fortitude Valley? Oh, um, no. I'll be completely honest with you. So we were, well, the music is based in here in Trip Hotel. Um, and my boss told me, he's like, have we got Milan on the podcast? I'm like, yeah, actually we do. He's like, we need her on the podcast right now because she's doing showcases. Everyone is talking about Milan. I was like, holy <laughs> shit. So um, you're a very big deal is what I'm trying to say. Oh, Congratulations. How Thank does it feel you. to be a very big deal? I feel very <laughs> humbled, you know. Um, I've wanted to play at Big Sound for a few, quite a few years now, mm. you know. So, um, I don't know. It just feels like everything kind of happened at the perfect time for, you know, probably a few years ago would have been too early. And, yeah, it's, it's lovely. I feel very humbled that yeah. people are saying good things. That's, that's the dream. This is your first Big Sound yeah. at all, right? As a fan or an artist? As, yeah. What what were your expectations going in? I was expecting like I was expecting stress because of the big like the quick changeovers mm. and how many showcases there are running between venues and um, so I was mentally preparing myself for that just to like stay calm. But it's actually been very unstressful. Mm. <laughs> it's been great. It's so well organized and um, I don't know how. There's so much music on at the same time. It's so many venues across so many venues. And um, yeah, I'd, I think just being able to connect with so many people that I know and, and new people that I've met this week as well over the last few days. It feels like a week, doesn't it? It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Um, it's been amazing. It's like, it feels like the community's brought in together. So many um, incredible friends from Sydney and Melbourne that I know that are here and we've all been supporting each other, going to each other's gigs and stuff. And w when we can, obviously it's pretty busy for everyone, but um, it's great. I don't know. I'm really happy to be here and I'm excited for the rest of this day. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you're, you've completed all your big sound duties, right? So you, yeah. you're now in fun, fun mode. I'm, I'm in fun mode yeah. basically. Yeah. What, what have you got planned for, for the last day? Um, just hanging out, chatting to some people for interviews and stuff, um, like that. But then when that, I'm just going to, when that stops, going to go get some food, mm -hmm. go to this after party for yep. sure. Yeah. So go see some more music. Yep. Yeah. Definitely. I've got, um, a bunch of things love hearted on the apps. So, yeah. yeah. Well, you mentioned before that, um, you've, you've wanted to play Big Sound for a while and, and you didn't know if it was the right time. Why is now the right time? You know, I don't know. Why is the sky blue? <laughs> I don't know. It's, we, we promised we wouldn't talk about the weather. <laughs> um, I don't know. It just feels right. You know, yeah. I think um, last year was a really good year for me in terms of releasing music. I really rolled out like a lot of singles, um, which, and just started doing so many shows, you know. Um, and I got management last year with Astral People. You yep. know, it's all been very, um, like a nice build and grow to this point yeah. so yeah to be here and to have people saying such enthusiastic things and i saw multiple people come to all three of my showcases so i was like i must be doing something right <laughs> yeah i was like you should go somewhere else there's, 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 there's like, a lot of people there's here. a lot of music on yeah like stop coming to see me <laughs> but like also don't but 
thank you. Yeah, it's, you can't and just I, be like, get, them, like, get out, I'm like, leave. I'm, I'm playing the same set, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Have you accomplished everything you've wanted to do? Absolutely. As far as, as far as gigs, as far as networking, as far as getting in front of people's faces? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just haven't like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I was going to say I just haven't partied, but I have partied. Just haven't been like drinking. You'll party later today. We'll all party later today. today. We're, we're all delirious right now. <laughs> what day is it? What time is it? I, I don't even know. Well, this will be out like 4 p.m., so yeah. it'll be great. Yeah. Milan, thank you for coming by. I know you can't t- tell us a lot about what's coming next. We know there's going to be new music. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us it's this year, next year? Um, it's this year, rolling into next year, yeah. for sure. Um, working on a bigger project. I, obviously, I was releasing a lot of singles um, last year and into this year. And, yeah, I've just been working on um, working towards a slightly bigger project. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, very excited to share that. And then I have a few festivals over um, the summer period. The yep. silly season is kicking off. Yeah. Um, and yeah, then uh, hopefully some of my own shows will be coming up soon too. Yeah. Looking at that. Yeah. Well, you deserve a break. You deserve a drink tonight. Congrats on the week. Thank um, you. Again, everyone's just talking about you. So thank you for coming by. Thank you for making the time. Of course. And to show my appreciation. We're going to give you a gift. Jessica, please bring in the gift. What's the gift? Uh, from our friends at Audio yes. Technica, a nice pair of in These are great. Everyone yeah. seems to like them. Well, Audio Technica. Thanks, Audio Technica. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for taking the lollies. This is the first time an, an act on the Big Sound podcast has enjoyed them. Uh, Dreg, welcome to the show, first of all. Thank, Thank you. you. Oh, lollies. Oh, lollies. Oh, you guys seem very fixated uh, on these lollies. Yeah, yeah it's very good. <laughs> Can I go past the uh, color bottles? All right, so a lot of voices. Do you want to introduce yourselves? I'm, I'm, I'm Chris. I'm on the right-hand side. Hi, Chris. I'm Jordan. I'm in the middle. Hey, Jordan. And uh, I'm on, uh, <laughs> on the end of the couch. <laughs> well, guys, thanks for making the time to come by uh, the podcast. Uh, you've had a couple of showcases already. I think you have one more tonight, right? Yeah. Yes. Is this the first big sound for Dre? First big sound, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, how has the experience been? It's been good. Um, yeah. Been very busy, though. Like, it's... Yeah, it's pretty much like go, go, go. It's like interview after interview after interview after well, um, meetings, rah, rah, rah. But last night was really cool. We played Crowbar downstairs. Yep. And it was pretty good. It was a lot of fun. Because we played Crowbar before, so we're kind of familiar yeah. with the stage and the, the vibe. Yeah. And, yeah. I would say it's quite nice that um, you guys are very casual about it because I know some bands who, who have spe- specific get-ups like to be in those get-ups for interviews, and you guys are cool with it, so thank you. Well, yeah, I think it's the, more just like we're lazy. Yeah, <laughs> we like, don't want to get. Dra- it's hot, man. Like, yeah, yeah we're, like, we're like all like PVC. I mean, yeah, yeah it's like what, what is the key to kind of keeping relatively cool? I can't imagine. There is no. There key. is no you key. Sweat. <laughs> you yeah. sweat a lot. Does it ever get dangerous? Maybe for him. Maybe uh, <laughs> he's got a mask. Yeah. yeah, I mean the mask has gone through a few, few changes. So. Yeah. Help increase, but, uh, like vision. similar to like Slipknot, like I feel like they've like learned their marks getting like progressively. There are more gaps in there. Yeah, yeah, I can understand why. <laughs> yeah. one, the, the first one I had had just nothing. Coming to an event like Big Sound, is there anything in particular you guys set out to achieve throughout the week? Obviously, playing gigs, but do you come to network? Do you come to just you know garner more fans? Is there anything in particular? I guess we came here to build a team. Like we came here to build a team of people that want to be on board not in a not in a way to gain financially or in a way to gain um i guess socially but more in a way we're trying to find people who work in this industry that are on board with the same ideas that we are and the same vision and the same 
like we, we, we push a lot of like new ideas and mm. a lot of like, and not just creatively, like socially, politically, spiritually, all these different things. Yep. We're trying to find, I guess, industry guys and chicks who are like wanting to help us go down the avenue we want to go and, and, and can see the path that we're trying to map out rather than just kind of jump into the groove of another band before us. Can you verbalize what that path is? The path, well, I guess we're, we're, we're trying to create it's it's a much slower burn because of how much work it is, but we're trying to I guess create our own scene where it's we we wanna we wanna have a scene where people can like the, you got the five of us up there wearing our costumes and creating a character. We wanna have a scene where everyone in the audience is their own character. Like I remember going to shows as a kid, like we, all three of us. It was so sick to go to a show because the great thing about like hardcore metal was you didn't just watch the band, you went and moshed. Mm. And moshing gave you this participation experience. And I like the idea of expanding on that to the point where it's like, okay, so you got these five characters up here, but then you create your character yeah. and you bring it in and you're part of this big game that is a drag show. And mm. you create your character and you keep evolving your character the way we evolve our character. It's super far-fetched and it's super wild, but like we're, we're dreamers and we're trying to create what we can with that it's we've got it on a small scale like when we play melbourne we have these mm. big free shows and everyone comes out and gets dressed up and gets amongst it i guess we're here to find someone or like a handful of people that want to that see that and think it's cool and want to jump on board with what we're like we just want to push new ideas new ways of new kind of culture of it a new culture yeah I mean, yeah not just like oh we're a new band doing something different musically and visually but yeah, yeah we want to change the culture a little bit because yeah. it's getting a little bit stale like, yeah things are getting a bit old pretty quickly so the talk about like creating characters and, and your own story it reminds me a little bit about like ghost so tobias yeah. tobias was on the podcast last year when he was here for download this year for download this year for download, yeah, download and this he year. mentioned like that's you know his character like, he changes characters he has a backstory for that character and he considers it like more like a theater production mm. see ours is a little different ours is more of an extension of the self it's mm. kind of like letting we like last night i said something on stage it was like uh it's like that movie men in black you know mm. the little alien inside there. <laughs> yeah 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 it's kind of how we all feel like you got this little alien inside of your head yeah and then if you let the little alien out and let it change the outer ex like experience, things become a lot better. Yeah. Like life becomes a lot better. People see you for what you actually want to be seen as. Yeah. Rather than just kind of like, like if you've got all these crazy ideas and you've got this like magnificent, creative, wonderful mind and you're blocking it out with just like looking like another, like just man in the matrix. Mm. It's... I don't know. I feel like that does damage to the self and it does damage to like the growth of your creativity. And, yeah. And like creativity, not just like musically or anything, but like creatively, yeah. like emotionally, like that. Yeah. Also gives people the courage to step out of their, their shell as well. If they're kind of holding it in, they're like, oh, this band's doing what they want to do. And like their ideas, maybe I'm going to start letting myself out. Because we've had a lot of people come up to us after we re uh, released Return of the Drake saying that this has helped me come out Mm. You know, with their sexuality or with a certain idea or whatever it was and that, like that's super like awesome for us to show them that's like you know we are a hardcore band but we also experiment with these ideas and these you know opinions of ours as well we don't we, lock ourselves into anything if you, yeah if you, if you keep your ideas open and and forever like i've known sam for 10 years and 
every day I've got a new opinion. Half an hour. Half an hour, these two were just like, no, yes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And like the, like both of us, like all of us, like our ideas on things like politically, socially, spiritually are always just ever changing and locking yourself into ideas is dangerous. Mm. And like, no matter how great and correct you think they are, locking yourself into ideas is the most dangerous thing. You're much better to just be a lucid person who just wants to constantly learn and know and Mm. keep going, you know, but, I guess that's what we're trying to push. We're trying to change the culture of like, here is the rules of of the of the scene you're in yeah. and follow them. No, we're yeah. trying to do more of a like, be a person. Make the scene. Make the scene. Yeah. Be like a person who is full of wonder and wants to learn and don't critique the person next to you for having a different idea. Yeah. Like that doesn't make someone a bad, bad person. Mm. Listen to their idea, give them yours, bounce back. And then in the middle of that, there's this wonderful ball of ideas that someone else can take and it's built of two opposing ideas. You know? That's what yeah. podcasts, that's what this whole yeah. medium is based upon. Like two people disagreeing and then someone taking that disagreement in the middle and going, I'm going to reference that in my conversation. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, that's, I guess, what we're, that's the vision of what we're trying to achieve. Well, if you had to sell your show tonight, I think you've done just that because now I'm making a point to see you guys. That's <laughs> fucking awesome. Guys, thank you so much for coming by. No um, before you go, uh, we want to give you some, some little gifts. Audio Technica, any headphones. Thank oh, you so oh, much for coming by, guys. We really no appreciate way. it. This is lit. Awesome. And that's I, really like... That's okay, okay, okay. We're going to sound like every band like reacting like... But this is really nice. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is re- like, yeah. these are. If yeah. you don't play music, these aren't cheap. Like, yeah. And I don't know how to use them. <laughs> I was hoping you guys would so yeah, no, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll he'll figure sorry. it out thank um, you like really no, thank, you. Awesome. thank you no man thank you, thank you so much for coming by again money, like. <laughs> look as soon as we stop rolling you're giving these straight back yeah, so right. <laughs> I figured that was okay. their boxes are empty yeah there's nothing in guys it. thank you so much again good luck tonight and um, yeah we can't wait to see what happens with Dreg next awesome. thank you so thank much thank you welcome back to the Green Room Podcast here in the Trip Hotel of Fortitude Valley my next guest for Big Sound 2019 Day 3 Wolf J, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. This is lovely. I'm very excited to speak with you because you were one of the first acts I saw on night one. Amazing. And my favorite still so far. Amazing. That's so nice. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Um, I don't know if you saw the overheads on the music.com.au. Someone said Wolf J more like Wolf Yay. Yeah. FYI, it was me. (laughs) Uh, Cards on the table. Uh, Yeah, I was was blown away by your set. Thank you. Um, Thank you. The drummer. Yes, she's incredible. Can you please tell me a little bit about her? Uh, so her name is Andriana Masachi. Uh, she is uh, uh, studying like jazz drumming and percussionist at the moment. Um, yeah, I saw her play uh, with this little like indie rock band that I booked to open for me at a show like in October in Adelaide last year. Um, yeah, and she was incredible. And I messaged her like straight after the show. And yeah, we've been like rehearsing for this live set pretty much since then. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's really great to like finally be able to share. It's been uh, yeah, a lot of rehearsing and in the works for a long time. Were these big sound shows the first you've performed together? We played uh, we played together open for Philadelphia Grand Jury on their tour in Adelaide. Yep. Um, we played together then. Um, and then, yeah, this big sound has like been it. So that was the practice run. That was like in April, I think. And yeah, it's uh, this is kind of the big public unveiling. So of, this, is, this is a permanent fixture? Yeah. That's exciting. It is. Um, and you've released the, your EP last month? Yeah. And you've yeah. been playing some shows? Uh, yes. So Big Sound's the end of this one, right? Uh, yeah. So we played uh, played in Melbourne last week. Uh, I live in Melbourne now, so it was lovely to play to 
all my friends there. And then um, we played King Street Crawl in Sydney mm-hmm. on Sunday. Yep. Uh, and then spent the week at Big Sound, met a lot of lovely people, mm-hmm. and then uh, capping it off with a show in Adelaide next next Friday night, yeah, 13th. This, and this is your first Big Sound? Yeah, first Big yeah. Sound. First time coming, first time playing. Yeah, Because we were just talking right before we started recording. Jess was telling me about an Instagram story, and I was in the middle of watching it. You did a big thread about what Big Sound is and can do. Yeah, I, I did a thing on Twitter. It was like, uh, I saw I saw a lot of people, uh, I follow like a lot of people in like the independent music community uh, and a lot of people just being like quite negative towards Big Sound and pay to play experiences, uh, the kind of just a scam and whatever. And I was like, look, that's, that's not really like representative of my experience so far and my experience like leading up to Big Sound. Um, I think you can definitely come and like waste a lot of money and waste a lot of time. Um, but having said that, there's there's not really any other event in Australia where kind of the, the agent you want to talk to, the manager you want to talk to, the overseas contacts you want to talk to are all on the one street for mm. a week. And you can just like walk up and down Brunswick Street, run Brunswick Street Mall, and you have like a pretty good likelihood of bumping into everyone that you want to meet with. Yeah. Um, compared to kind of like showcase events in other countries where they're so saturated. Um, I mean, South by is like practically useless at this stage because it's just so flooded with acts mm. um, that, yeah, opportunities like Big Sound are still still pretty rare and I think still kind of inver- uh, worth like the investment from like an artist. How many international showcases have you done before this? None. Okay. None. So we're, we're teed up to... Uh, do like New York, potentially the UK early next year. Um, yeah, but this has been like the first kind of like public unveiling of, of everything. Yeah. Had the EP come out last month that we've been working on for a really long time. And yeah, we've just kind of been holding back and just like waiting for everything to line up. And yeah, that's now. Talking about the oversaturation and flooding, what do you think is, what's the, your biggest takeaway about Big Sound and, and what it's done for you? Um, I... I mean, it's tricky because I came in with like a pretty clear idea of what I want to do and the markets that I want to that I want to like uh, work with and that I feel like I've connected with. Um, but it's been very validating having kind of people from those communities, like namely like the states, uh, just like bumping into them and then really loving the music and them kind of like validating that there's a space for me in that community. It can be really tricky, kind of uh, being remote and trying to connect with a very very like geographical audience when you're not physically there um so you kind of it's a hail mary to try and hit those targets and hit those audiences uh but super rewarding if you can get it right uh and i think we're in the process of getting it right i don't want to like get ahead of myself but we'll we'll see what happens yeah and for the rest of the year what are your plans uh i just want to now that the live set is kind of out and people have seen it and people seem to be enjoying it uh, i just want to tour a bunch um, we have a couple remixes for some really exciting artists that will be like the next kind of, I guess like, bef- I was going to say the next couple months, but like before the end of the year, um, hopefully dropping and yeah, there's a, there's a lot of stuff sitting there ready to go. It's just waiting for the right time. Yeah. Well, look, because you're my favorite artist of Big Sound so far, <laughs> arguably the whole week, we're going to give you some, uh, sweet, sweet presents from our friends at Audio Technica. Amazing. You're getting some sweet in-ears. Amazing. Wolf J, thank you for coming by. Good luck with uh, the rest of the week and the rest of the year. And Awesome. Thanks so much for having me. Thanks. Cheers. Woo! The final interview of Big Sound 2019 for The Green Room with Neil Griffiths here at Trip in Fortitude Valley. And I'm honoured to be joined by Electric Fields. Welcome to the show. 
Thank you very much. Uh, we've got a little uh, improv set here. We had a nice fancy like lounge room setting, but then you guys had to come in and perform, which was great, by the way. It'll be on YouTube very shortly. Um, that was mind-blowing. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, and you've got one more showcase tonight. Mm-hmm. As producer Jess pointed out, the last show of what the entire thing is that right yeah 11 sets. yeah and we're in 11:40. so all right 11 40 yeah. uh, how has the week been for you guys it's been really good fun it's, you know being around the amongst all this beautiful creativity and just seeing the business and breathing it every street you turn around into so i think it's really good i look forward to seeing what we build um for our souls out of this whole experience mm. Um, has Big Sound been a big networking experience for you guys or more of just an opportunity to get out and play a bunch of shows? I mean, honestly, we probably wouldn't have come if there were sort of people kind of in the industry that said, oh, you guys should, should go again. Like, it's time for you to go again. Mm. And we're like, oh, okay. So we just basically went with the flow because um, it's not like... We didn't sort of have any pre... We didn't really have an agenda mm. of like, all right, we need to get this, we need to get that, hustle, 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 busy, busy bees, you know, it wasn't the thing. It was more like, just do the shows um, and then see what happens. And our manager, Diana, has been um, meeting a bunch of interested people that have put their hands up with specific ideas. So, So there has been some of that, which is... A big part, obviously, main part of Big Sound, but it's been going with the flow. I'm gonna get a massage. You're gonna, you're gonna get, or you have got. Gonna get one. You've earned it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Is it fair to say a big turning point for you guys was the Eurovision contest, the the Australia sides? Well, it probably. I mean, it certainly um, made a lot of people in Europe start listening to us. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's definitely, um, and you know, it was kind of. Um, yeah, it did did kind of give our big big sort of pump to the amount of people that sort of knew about us. Yeah, but and our music has access now into mm. that culture, yeah. and people appreciate it. And I think we just gained a lot of new fans from overseas. And were you expecting that experience? reaction? Because I mean, a lot of people like no disrespect to Kate Miller Heike, but a lot of people thought Electric Field should have won this. <laughs> Fair and square. And Kate's a big listener of the show. So, Kate, if you're listening, we I apologize. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll be really honest. During the dress rehearsal, because, I mean, I didn't really have an expectation that we were going to win, but I definitely knew we were one of the... One, we had a good chance to. And then during the dress rehearsal, and I saw Kate performing her song, you know, in, in the rehearsal, and I went, oh... <laughs> Oh, okay. I got it. She's, She's flying. I got it. No, but I. It was just. It was her. Her performance is always, you know, like literally pretty much perfect mm. every time, and then the visual of it mixed in with the themes and what she was singing about, and I just something inside of me went, oh, you don't have to worry. She's got it. Mm. So it was just like, oh, we'll just go have fun now. It, it was pretty great because <laughs> I don't think long after were the APRA awards, right? And you guys did the Amy Shark cover, which made Amy cry. Uh, in a good way, we should yeah. clarify. Uh, like that, that like the the momentum was very quick after that. And I think Australia decides it's coming back this year. Question number one: Are you eligible to go into it again? Well, I don't, I don't know. I, I think we probably would be eligible. But can you please? Well, 
I don't know, it's interesting because there's a bunch of people that have certainly said, oh, you absolutely should. And then there's the kind of other thing, which is that um, we have a whole bunch of our own original music that we don't necessarily, uh, that don't that doesn't necessarily fit the rules of Eurovision. Mm-hmm. For example, um, it has to be literally not one second over three minutes. Okay. And some of our songs go for three minutes and eight seconds or, you know... And that is absolutely no dice. Cut the eight seconds or get out. Absolutely. Okay. And sometimes you kind of have to sacrifice the authenticity of the composition. And the other rule which we struggle with is no vocal or vocal-esque kind of obvious vocal sounds in the track at all. And we play with vocals in a whole different bunch of ways and also some of our songs use vocalists that would not be able to travel to um, any city centre in order to perform. So it's a kind of a, a rule book that, you know, doesn't necessarily fit our, our us. So, but we, you know, we're, um, yeah, so... Yeah, look, I don't, I don't want to make this a current affair episode, but... <laughs> If, Today, tonight, if prompted, tomorrow. if asked by fans or in your team internally, would you re- would you consider going for it again? Is it being talked about? It's been talked about. <laughs> it's been talked about. We spoke about it yeah. yesterday. That's it. That's it. That's no, the that's hot exclusive. We'll that's go to an ad break now. You don't get that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, can you tell us about new music coming out soon? Yes. Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, because basically we're we're gagging to get back into the studio to actually um, dive into these new tracks we're working on because, um, you know, there's sort of certain things that you might see like, you know, the the Eurovision thing or the, you know, that performance at the APRAs or whatever it was. But what you don't see is that in between all of those things, we're performing all over Australia Mm. and we've been to over nine countries in the last, you know, 18 months. So, um even when we're doing shows that you're not going to really find out about, um, we're still touring and constantly, constantly, constantly. So, um, and along that way, you know, we've had ideas and this, so we haven't really had the time to actually go in and really give them the oxygen that they need to be able to, you know, turn into what they're going to grow up to be. So, and we get to do that in like a week and a half or something. Do you have any loose dates in mind of when you want to release new material? I would probably say... What, 2020? 2020. Yeah. Yeah, 2020. Okay. I would say for sure. For sure. Early 2020. Yeah. All right, that's and exclusive. A, we got it, guys. We got an exclusive. Yeah. Well, totally. And, and and also in the meantime, there's a few um, sort of extra mm. tracks that we've done that we, we can't talk about because they're kind of not really finalised behind the scenes. But the chances are that um, before we actually get to release our next, you know, block of recordings. Um, there might be two, two collaborations that come out with uh, two groups of musicians that we absolutely respect and adore. Local, so, international, more exclusives. Here um, they come. No. <laughs> I can't say shit. No, you can't say <laughs> shit, so don't say nothing. 
Let's assume Justin Bieber. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for coming by. Uh, again, the performance uh, will be on YouTube very, very shortly. But to show our appreciation, we are giving you some gifts some, from our friends at Audio Technica, some in-ears. Whoa. Serena was wearing these. Was Serena Williams wearing these? Yes. Oh, well, Audio really? Technica would love that because... I wish I knew that before. At the end of the day, you know, oh, look, oh. Uh, she's um, actually signed them inside? No, she hasn't. <laughs> Um, no, that's lovely. That's, that's thank really you so nice. much for coming by, and um, yeah, we're really excited to hear the new music, and um, good luck with the last showcase tonight. Thank you very, very much. Thank you. Thank you. All right, I said it before, we almost did it, but now we've officially done it. That is the end of the Green Room with Neil Griffith's podcast of our special Big Sound 2019 series. We did it, Jess. We certainly did, Neil. I can say that now, and your voice is shot. Uh, yes, it certainly is. We haven't established if you're sick or you're just losing your voice, but either way, it's gross. Uh, yes, it really is. I need you to cut it out. I'm oh, sorry, Neil. I'll pick it up for next year. <laughs> um, before, we have, before we leave, I have to say thank you to a bunch of people who made this possible. So first of all, uh, the Trip Hotel here in Fortitude Valley, who so graciously gave us an entire friggin' library uh, to record yes. out of. Yes, um, yeah, thank you to you guys. They're, they're so hospitable. Um, I will be back. I'm staying in this place next year. It's on the record. It's official now. Um, thank you, Trip. I also want to thank our proud sponsors, Fender, of course, who provided some of the acoustic guitars and amps for the performances that you will see on themusic.com.au very shortly, as well as our good pals at Audio Technica, who again provided the audio goods for and the guests. Such beautiful, beautiful gifts for all our guests. That yeah, are everyone was pretty wrapped with it. And I want, to th I want to thank the music team who have also been based down here in Trip. Special shout outs to Dan, who has kind of been our home base for the yeah. music team, uh, dealing with all the reviews and conferences as they happen. And of course, Sam in the Melbourne office, who was also our savior of sorts, as well as Berkey, who I guess built half of this stuff. Oh, it's so true. Um, and Zig, who was our video producer. Um, again, you'll see the videos very shortly. So we appreciate it. More specifically, I appreciate it. We'll see everyone next year, maybe? Yes. It's exciting either way. My boss is saying he's shrugging. <laughs> I think I'm about to get fired. Well, thank you for listening, everyone. <laughs> we will see you next year, and I'll see you next week. Bye-bye, everyone.